What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 17th episode of the Huda Nation podcast. I'm Huda Nation News, and I have Blake with me, my co-host. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Bengals draft picks without the draft this past weekend and uh, some of the undrafted free agents that we've seen. We're going to be grading each pick from round one through seven, so let's go ahead and get started. Blake, you want to start us off with the first round pick? We've all most Bengals fans have been wanting that for a while. We expected it. I think uh, what we're getting with Joe Burrow is the next franchise quarterback of the Bengals. That's what we're looking for. You know, we've kind of been looking for that culture change. I think Zach Taylor got that. And I think uh, getting a guy like Joe Burrow is going to come in, start right away, and take control of this offense. I think it's an A-plus grade. I don't think they could have done any better, possibly. I think that, that was the best possible outcome in the first round. Yeah, I agree. Uh, A-plus uh, as well for me. Um, Burrow was clearly the number one pick. I, I don't think there was any reason for him not to be number one pick. It's been kind of obvious since back in January that we were more than likely wanting to se- select him first overall. If anybody can change his franchise, I, I really, truly believe that it would be him. And I, I think he's the spark that we need, that we've desperately needed for a very long time. So as we, uh, both of us have an A-plus pick in the first round. In the second round, with the 33rd pick, we selected T. Higgins, the wide receiver out of Clemson. I personally wanted uh, Denzel Mims at 33, but I'm, I'm still really happy that we got Higgins. He had 59 receptions this past year with almost 1,200 yards, 13 receiving touchdowns, and he also had a rushing touchdown as well. I think he's a very, very nice piece to add with Burrow because a year from now, our only for sure uh, people under contract are Auden Tate and Tyler Boyd. So it's really nice to get a wide receiver who's young on a rookie deal to be with Burrow. I would give this uh, pick a uh, B plus. What would you give it? Uh, I gave it an A-. minus. Um Higgins has been somebody that I'm, I think I've been higher on than a lot of people uh, throughout the offseason. Uh, he's just a guy he's going to go up. People are worried about his uh, speed. I don't really think that's how he beats people. He's more, he's just going to go up and get the ball. He runs, he has good, he's a good route runner. I just think he's going to fit well with Joe Burrow in the new Bengals offense. I think they're going to change it up a little bit, kind of go out with the five wide uh, at times. I think that's going to help a lot. And there is some uncertainty at the Wide receiver position, you know, A.J. Green missed all last season. He's on a tag. Don Rod, he's shown flashes, but can't really stay healthy. Auden Tate, I don't think, I think he looks good, but I don't think he's proven yet. And Tyler Boyd is really good, but I think at times he can be a little inconsistent. So I think uh, getting a wide receiver in the second round is great. And uh, if I go with the A-, minus, I think uh, at the end of the day, maybe they could have got a little more done better, but I think T. Higgins, the more you look into it, you know, with his background as a Bengals fan and what he's done in college, uh, I think it's one of the best uh, selections outside of Joe Burrow in the whole draft. I think he's going to end up being a great player for the Bengals. Uh, could you talk about our third-round selection? Yeah, so in the third round, uh, went ahead and got Logan Wilson. Uh, I believe I had that graded as an A- as well. Uh, Logan Wilson... 
know, he, he's just a tackle machine, really. He's just he's kind of a three-down linebacker they've been looking for this offseason. Uh, I think they got him there in the third round. And it's even better that, you know, in the next round, ABG ended up flipping to us. But in the third round, you know, a lot of people wanted to go offensive line. They wanted to maybe get Josh Jones because he was flipping. But I think at the end of the day, Logan Wilson was the best selection. And uh, at that time, I think they kind of knew Xavier was going to flip a little bit, and they got their three-down linebacker. And they really just addressed one of the positions they've been needing to address all, all offseason. I think they filled a hole pretty well there. Uh, so what do you have that graded out at? I have that uh, as a B. I personally, at 65, I wanted us to get Josh Jones because I thought he was the best player available. And also, if we did go linebacker, I was dead set on Davis Gaither. But surprisingly, we got him in the fourth round. So I was originally going to give Wilson a, a probably a B, a B- minus because it's, it's not that it's a bad pick. I just feel like if we could have traded back a couple more spots and we still could have potentially had him with a extra pick and Josh Jones is still available, which I I don't know. He was the best player available. I was kinda of surprised we didn't take him, but the fact that we still got Wilson and Davis Gaither, two very good linebackers, I, I would take that uh easily. I, I would take that B on the Logan Wilson pick. So I may have mentioned uh Keen what is it? Oh go ahead. Uh I mentioned uh Keen Davis Gaither. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. He was a linebacker out of Appalachian State. Uh, we picked him in the fourth round. I gave that pick a A plus because that's tremendous value. Uh, I, that's an outstanding pick because although you drafted Logan Wilson in the third round, in my opinion, Davis Gaither was the best player available. And when you're trying to win, you you have to draft the best player available. You, you can't draft uh, team needs. And Davis Gaither is a, a tremendous player. He's played 27 games, over 200 tackles. He's all over the field on defense, and he is outstanding against the run. He's a very, very nice piece to that linebacker core. What would you give that grade? Well, uh, initially, you know, I gave him A+. Because, you know, he's been my guy all offseason. I've been talking him up for months. And at the spot we got him at straight, there's a, uh, one concern they have is the uh, injury. That's why he flipped us in the fourth round. And I think uh, that's the only reason I wouldn't bump it up to an A+. Plus, but I'm sitting in an A right now. He's been one of my favorite players this whole draft process. Been very high on him. Been telling fans for a while that we need to get him. And uh, without knowing about that injury, I kind of expected him to go late second round. Uh, but when we found out about that, he kind of flipped. So I'm really, really glad to have him. You know, he's got good range. Uh, he's a little undersized, but he's really physical. Makes up for it. He's got good length, lateral agility. He's got everything you want uh, out of a weak side linebacker. And I think he's going to end up um, getting a lot of playing time right away. Maybe not as a starter, but as a rotational linebacker. And uh, I think he's going to be a long-term piece for this Bengals defense. I think it was a great pick. Uh, as I mentioned, I-, I was super high on him. And obviously, we knew we were getting Burrow, and as I, I said, we were, it's pretty pretty obvious we were going to get him since January. Davis Gaither, to me, was my favorite pick of the draft, and looking in uh, years past draft, it's probably my favorite pick in a very, very long time, because I was a big fan of him, and I don't think it was a, a guarantee that he was going to be there in the third round, even, and the fact that you got him in the fourth round with uh, 
type of player he is. That that's outstanding value, and again, I, that's a that's a outstanding pick. So who sent who? What would you grade the fifth round pick? Uh, so Kalik Kareem, uh, initially, I was kind of mad about it because uh, I can't really remember who I wanted there in the fifth round. But I, uh, uh Moody, I think who I really wanted in the fifth round, and. Uh, so I was kind of initially real mad about it, you know, taking DN that early or when we needed offensive line. But looking back on it, I give it a B minus. You know, it's a it's a position of need as was a need. I only have three on the roster at the time of the draft. Uh, so and you look back on him, he's team captain, uh, just a hard high effort guy. So I think at the end of the day, the value you get out of that fifth round pick, I think you're getting a a leader, somebody that's gonna just work hard for you, and uh, I think he has a little potential maybe just to get some playing time. I don't think he's ever going to be like a dominant player, but uh, B-minus, I think, is pretty solid value for a fifth-round pick, so I think they did all right with that selection. Uh, in my opinion, this was probably my least favorite pick out of the seven picks that we had. I gave it a C. I feel like we could have traded back and was still able to get him. He played 37 career games at Notre Dame and had 13 uh, sacks. I, I wanted Moody very, uh, very badly, badly. I also, I believe Bradley Amai from was still available too. And I, w- I was a big fan of his considering he was still dropping and he was somebody I w- wouldn't mind if we wanted, but I would have had Amai over Kareem. But I mean, you're not going to have a home run pick with every selection. And I, I would give this pick uh, a B minus. So in the sixth round, with yeah, our, I think that, uh, what is it? I'll go ahead. With, you go ahead. As as we talk about the sixth round with the hundred eightieth pick, we drafted Hakeem Adenajai, the offensive tackle from Kansas. He's six five, three hundred pounds, which that's uh, pretty big. He played right tackle the majority, uh, uh, left tackle, excuse me, the majority of his college career. But he also played in his freshman year, right tackle a little bit. So we could potentially, if the off, uh, we wanted to, maybe play him at right tackle if we would decide to cut hard. That would save us some money. Or we can maybe re, uh, move him in at uh, guard. What would you uh, grade that pick? I graded that pick a uh, B. Hey, guys. I had that pick as a A minus. I think it was in the sixth round. I think they got great value. Uh, they needed to address offensive line at some point in the draft. Maybe like to have done it sooner. But at the end of the day, he gets a good draft. I think that it's not like he's going to be able to come in and contend right away for a starting spot. But uh, he's got the size. He's got the length. He's got the athleticism. There's some things he can work on. You know, he's bring more to the table. He's got to get a little stronger. Uh, a little bit more powerful at the point of attack, maybe work on his footwork. But at the end of the day, I think uh, getting a versatile lineman like that that you can play, you know, a tackle, you can play in the guard. You know, he uh, he played played every game for uh, – or started uh, every game for Kansas in 2016, like you said. So I think uh, he's just going to get a guy that's just – he's going to be a good addition to the offensive line room. And I think uh, – it was a pretty good pick, so I think they got, I think they got good value there. What would you grade the seventh round selection? 
comes around, but Marcus Bailey, I was wondering. Initially, I had those a B plus, but I think they may move it up to probably an A minus. You know, because uh, I think that if he wasn't, if he didn't have those two uh, torn ACLs, I think he would have been maybe even a late second round pick. So I think this is a great selection. You know, obviously he's so concerned with his injuries. But I think he's a guy that he can eventually one day. I think he's going to get some play time, and uh, it's another great addition to the linebacker core. You know, they have three picks at linebacker, and I think all three of them, uh, you know, maybe Wilson and ADB more than Bailey, but I think all three of them have potential to play a lot uh, in the future for the Bengals. So this is just another great addition. You know, good depth. He's still healing right now, but I think we're going to look back on this pick in five years, and I think it'll be one of the best uh, seventh-round picks uh, in recent memory for the Bengals, at least. And uh, I think uh, if he can get healthy, get back to how he's been performing, or performing, Pre-injury, uh, I think he'll end up being a really good pick for the Bengals. Great value in the seventh round. Well, I graded this pick a an A. Uh, you look at the Bengals; they clearly have listened to the fans. They've dressed, drafted three linebackers in this draft. All three are very good. Uh, Bailey played fifty-two games at Purdue. As you mentioned, he tore his ACL twice. Two different, uh, two of those seasons, he only played. Uh, two games, but he managed over 300 tackles, 14 sacks. Uh, he grew up in Columbus, Ohio, so it's kind of like a, a local prospect as well. I was looking back, he played in 2015, that was his freshman year, and that was one of the years he tore his ACL. I didn't realize it, but I was I saw him play uh, when he was with Purdue against Marshall, so uh, that's kind of cool. And also, this pick reminds me a lot of uh, Rodney Anderson of last season. Injury issues are a problem. If it wasn't for injuries, he would have been drafted way higher in the second or third round, like you mentioned. But this pick is a very, very low-risk, high-reward type of player. I, I think, like you mentioned, it could be turn out very, very good. Auden Tate was a seventh-round pick, and um, hopefully... Bailey can turn out as good as Auden Tate for a pick in the seventh round. So, what would you, uh, as a whole, what would you grade the Bengals draft? I laid it all out yesterday. Uh, overall, I have an A minus. But after watching a little bit more film, you know, I, did, I watched a little bit more on Bailey and Adonijai and just a little bit more research on Kareem. I think I'm going to bump it up to an A. I think they did a real good job at the end of the draft, just bringing in good value guys, good depth guys. And uh, I think Bailey could potentially be a home run pick. So overall, I think it was just a great draft for the Bengals. Best one I can remember in recent memory. So pretty happy with it. Yeah, I would have this a uh, A minus. And um, Burrow, Higgins, uh, Wilson, Davis Gaither, all uh, really good selections. Kareem. I mentioned was my least favorite pick, but it still wasn't a horrible pick. I, I didn't enjoy the tackle from Kansas. Not a bad pick. And Bailey also um, was a is a good pick, low-risk, high-reward type of pick. This is the best draft, in my opinion, in recent memory. And looking at this, I think it could be the best draft we've had since 2011 when we drafted uh, Dalton and Reed. So there's lots uh, to look forward to in this season.
And this was a, a really, really good draft in uh, my opinion. Is there anything else you'd like to add about the draft or anything? Well, I think the, just the big thing about this draft that kind of shocked a lot of people is Bengals called their needs. I know they kind of failed to address offensive line, but they I think they're happy with that. At the end of the day, they're comfortable with their offensive line, and that wasn't, that wasn't going to be fixed in one season anyway. So I think they did what they could right now, and the next year they can focus on uh, filling that need if uh, no one improves. So I think the big thing is that we, took, we can take from this is they saw their needs, they recognized their needs, and they went and fixed them. They did good in free agency too, but the draft they they knew their linebacker was in need. They knew they needed another receiver, and they went out and got it. And I think that's just a good surprise for Bengals fans. I think it's a sign that the culture's changed, especially with Zach Taylor. And now I think uh, it's just a good sign for the future. I completely agree. I feel like this draft we didn't we didn't really reach like have a big reach for anybody, and that's always good. Uh, great teams always draft. Uh, best player uh, available, and I feel like that's what they did. And uh, each round, I feel like this as a whole, this draft was really good, and uh, very, very uh, pleased with how the draft turned out. So, where can some of the people follow you on uh, Twitter and Instagram on social media? Uh, they can find me at cjewel forty three. So c j e w e l o four three, and then underscore Brandon. That's where they can find me. All right, follow Blake on social media, and follow me, uh, Who Day Nation underscore News on Instagram, and Who Day Nation News on Twitter with no underscore. Uh, that's about it for this episode, and until next time, Who Day.